what is good guys it is your boston brit and the basketball ass has graced me with his presence once again for this season josh my co-host comadre is that a word well it's compadre but no one else would would, will think twice i'm sure how are you man i'm good thank you i'm glad that you know seasons come and go basketball moves on we go from year to year and the basketball ass remains that is a nickname that will clearly never die because of one t-shirt mishap and (laughs) i'm all here for it yeah well we are back for a brand new season of the garden party it has been it's it's felt like a long long off season hasn't it it's It's felt long for a multitude of reasons yeah uh, as a celtics fan I guess a large part of that is, you know, you get so close to winning the title. Um, you go from like a real extreme high to a real extreme low. And then you've got the bit between your teeth and you just, you you know, you hope that the team can sort of replicate another run like that this year. Yeah, to be honest, how I would describe it is, you know, at Christmas when you were a kid, you used to get that one present, which looked expensive, looked like, you know what, it could be a Game Boy. It could be, it could, it could be something, right? You open it, and in reality, it's just a box of links aftershave, yeah. like deodorant, and and you're absolutely livid. So that's Africa, pretty- Java. It sounds like you're speaking from personal experience. Constantly, always my auntie as well. Like, you know me. Why are you buying me links every year? But anyway, we won't get into family family feuds and stuff. So this episode, basically, we're we're just going to do a, a off season overview, and. Before I do that, actually, so we we are actually just going to be on Spotify from now on. So if you, or to be fair, I mean, if you don't listen to us on Spotify anyway, you're not going to know this. But if you are, we are going to post something about it. But we are going to be doing the video podcast. So it's just going to be video podcast like we do with our other podcast, The Landing Spot. You haven't listened to that. Make sure you go check that out. But yeah, this episode, just a quick overview of the off season. How me and Josh see it, see the season going you know, for 22-23, and we're just going to talk absolute shite for the next probably 20 minutes. So prepare your ears. I hope you sat and relaxed. Or if you're at work, I hope you sat in the toilet. So should we get cracking on? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's that's the wish list, isn't it? We want people to listen to us while sitting on the toilet. Um, <laughs> or they need to have their ears sufficiently... Uh, prepared but yeah i'm ready to go let's talk about the off season let's do it, let's do it. where should we start should we start on should we start should, okay should we start on the finals just like just after the finals <clears throat> yeah. How, for me personally it was quite possibly the most devastating thing that's happened to me in quite a long time in the sporting world like it was it was so frustrating to see how well we played up until you know game three, where it then just for whatever reason just went to absolute it didn't go to absolute pot, but do you know what I mean? Like Jason wasn't on it. Um it just it, it was just, it was a lot of I think the team, if you're on that team, you'd look back and think, oh, so many what ifs. What if I, you know, a little bit more hustle on this play? What if we, you know, did this and that? Like I mean it was it was devastating. I mean, how how did you feel about it? Well, life is about perspective. Um, we were having an incredibly frustrating year for the most <laughs> the positive part. Positive spin already. Um, you know, 
we if you'd said to us after the first few podcasts last year would you take a finals run with a defeat at the end i would have bit your hand off because we looked in serious trouble we turned the season round the, the Celtics turned the season round Imeodoka obviously had a huge impact um but everything just started clicking you know it felt like by the time we got round to the finals that time when Marcus Smart said that these guys don't want to pass the ball that and and all the sort of inner turmoil that seemed to be uh, affecting this team just seemed like a million years before yeah it seemed like it completely in the rearview mirror um so it was an incredibly like successful year for this young team who really now have experienced everything in terms of the core they've experienced everything that isn't winning the title um and you know for so early in their career that's pretty incredible but in the moment of course it was difficult to take largely because we've seen this movie before with the warriors um Warriors have done an incredible job of rebuilding. They they were bad for a couple of years. They waited uh, with, with with Clay Thompson out. They had Draymond putting up terrible numbers in a terrible team. Steph was out for a while. They had incredibly bad luck, but they ended up getting some young talent in as a byproduct of that. And all you saw on the court was this is an experienced team who's been here before. They're a dynasty team. And they know exactly what to do in this moment. And that a little bit exposed what this Celtics team is. And that's a team that's almost ready to get over the hump. But that experience would have just only only done the world of good for them. Um, because they've got a long way to go in their career, the main guys on this roster. And we're going to talk about our expectations for this year, but we'll see if they can sort of get over that hump. Yeah, I, I think that, that season turnaround, I think that's what made it that little bit more painful was the fact that we were so bad at the start of the season. And then miraculously after Jalen Brown's prophetic, you know, the energy is about to shift. It's it's from that point, it was just, it was, it was an unbelievable turnaround. It was quite arguably what the best turnaround I've witnessed anyway, mm -hmm. in, in the NBA. Like there was, it was since I've been watching anyway, but it's it was it was unbelievable, and everything was just clicking. Everything was clicking. And we kind of we kind of briefly spoke about it like last season on the pod, where um, we said obviously Immy had a big um, kind of impact on that on that on that turnaround, and the fact that he stuck to his guns and stuck to his plan, and um, ended up getting us to the NBA Finals. Mm -hmm. And obviously, we're not going to talk too much about Immy because he is well we will talk a little bit about him in a minute anyway and that whole situation because to be honest it was pretty atrocious but anyway the actual team itself i'm i'm glad that we've kept the whole off season where they you know where everyone was talking about Jalen brown potentially being moved again like it does every season marcus smart being moved like every season like every off season it, it just happens and they seem to be the guys that you know because they're great players but not they're not classed as the all-stars which i do believe this season Jalen brown's gonna elevate a little bit more but I, I don't know i'm i'm very i'm very optimistic for next season if i'm if i'm if i'm brutally honest but it's it's been a wild off season hasn't it if i'm honest like <clears throat> a little bit about the acquisitions mm. Yeah, the positive part of it. 
yeah. it has been incredibly active. And, and, and I don't just mean Mr. Adoka. Uh, he's been really active. Uh, you know, the, the Stephen ha Stevens has has uh, made some amazing moves. I mean, they've already been hit by the injury bug, but you know, so it's it's worth noting that we're going in. Uh, you know, the, the, they're going into the year without Robert Williams, who's out for an extended period of time, and Danilo Gallinari, who was one of the acquisitions. I mean. It, in terms of the the acquisitions they made, they did a great job. Uh, Gallinari was exactly what we what we wanted off the bench. Uh, versatile scorer can create his own shot, can move the ball really well. Uh, Malcolm Brogdon was exactly what this team needed. A, he, you know, he was the leading scorer in Indiana uh, before he was traded to Boston. He can create his own shot. Also, he's a willing passer. He's willing to embrace any role the Celtics give him he's a leader he's got the exact voice and sometimes looks like Barack Obama um did you see it coming did you see the Brogdon that I, I that came for me that came absolutely out of nowhere not in the slightest and you know what respect because one thing that the Celtics have been able to keep out of the news is any rumors that are actually legitimate regarding player personnel yeah. because all of the signings this year came out of nowhere. Um, and most organizations will get murmurs in the weeks leading to the trade. Uh, the Celtics have kept incredibly tight, watertight on the acquisitions. And that's like a really important thing, I think, especially when it comes to the trust between one front office to another. Um but yeah, Brogdon for me was was exactly what this team needs, and I think it adds a, a whole new dimension to the team. It's, it's what we it's what we gave up. It's, it just surprised me in terms of you know it was basically like swapping a Ferrari for a Citroen Picasso. Do you know what I mean? Like it, it was okay. it was crazy. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know uh, that uh, you know the Citroen Picasso is is getting some numbers up in uh, Indiana. Uh, with a, with with a, a few looks that he wasn't getting in Boston, talking about Neesmith. So fair play, good luck to him. But no, I, it came it came out of nowhere, and it felt like a, 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 an incredibly um, it felt like they'd got good value for their money. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And I, I think if you could grade, if you could grade the Celtics, obviously, obviously we haven't spoken about, it, but we've recently acquired Blake as well. <clears throat> Mm -hmm. To be honest, I mean, so, so many, there's been, I've seen negative comments about it and I've seen positive comments about it. But for me, I think it's a, I think, I think it's a solid signing, you know, yeah, it is. give you depth off the bench. He's going to give you that big presence, which is what we need. And on, on his, on his night, he, he can, he can score as well. So I think overall, I, I said this, you know, at the start, or as soon as we signed Brogdon and, and Gallo, that it was at least an A- minus from the Celtics, at least. Yeah, I agree. I just want to touch quickly on Blake. And that's, you know, I had immediately had memories when the announcement came through of him being the only Brooklyn net that was actually trying to keep the season alive against Boston at one point when he, he just went on an unbelievable scoring run against us. Yeah. And the effort was there. And that was good to see. Most important thing is that Celtics fans go into this year not expecting him to be Blake Griffin good. I, I tweeted this. He's not going to be Blake Griffin good because the prime of Blake Griffin is a long, long way gone. And he was 
an unbelievable athlete, incredibly versatile scorer, blah, blah, blah. Could we, could we see a resurrection like we did with Al Horford? Uh, well, he's never going to be that. Because, but he could play like Al Horford, but he hasn't got the body of Al Horford. Uh, he's not the same defender. His knees don't work in the same way. Um, Jumping over that bloody car in a dunk contest. Exactly, yeah. No, but he's 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 got a great vision. He's a willing passer of the ball. He's really, really skilled passer of the ball. He's clearly improved his jump shot because he scored a three in preseason. Mm. Um, but I, I agree with you. I think it's an I'd say it's an A minus. Uh, they kept the right guys, which is always a thing that you have to look for. Did they keep the right guys? That's just as important as who they acquired. Noah Vonley looks all right. Um, Cabin Bele, I've probably butchered his name there. But, um, yeah, I do it anyway. But yeah, I know who, like, he's, got, yeah, he's, 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 he's got that hustle and heart, and he? he's he's one of those guys that like old heads love, including yeah. myself. You know, he liked the guy that will fight for a rebound. Uh, all these guys are worth a couple of minutes a game. Um, they stuck with Luke Cornett, who the you know you got to trust uh, Celtics personnel and and training staff at this point. Um, and they're giving run to Sam Hauser, who nobody saw it coming. So when the Gallinari, Gallinari injury came through, it was like who they're going to replace him with. Immediately, people started to talk about Carmelo Anthony, etc. And and the murmurs that you would hear were that Sam Hauser is is the one that's going to replace him because that guy is one of the best shooters that these training staff has ever seen uh, in real life yeah, and cool. in action. That's all he needs to do. And on preseason, he's proved that to be the case. You know, he's been a really consistent shooter, and that's what you need to space the floor. So, yeah, ramble over. I think a minus. This has been a good a good pre uh, off season. And to like, think, think that we've arguably, for me, we've arguably got the best sixth man in the league. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who, who's who's better than Brogdon as sixth man in the league? I can't, off the top of my head, I can't think of anyone. Well, Tyler Hero is a really good player, but I think Brogdon's a more... Um... He's got more strings to his back. I, I think that Brogdon is someone who you want coming off your, your bench more. Um, obviously, he doesn't have the... Um, dynamic scoring punch perhaps of Tyler Hero but he leads the team perfectly and leads the second unit perfectly he's a great passer he's a good shooter etc I think that they've definitely got one of the best six men in the league and he'll definitely compete for that award one thing he has to stay healthy that is that is the only worry I have with all of his injuries over the past few seasons it's if he does get injured that puts the Celtics right back in the position where they were in the finals and last season where we had no depth coming off the bench necessarily. You know, some sometimes you had Grant Williams who would uh, come off and do a little bit. Uh, Pritch was a bit quiet last year, if I'm honest, but, you know, he'd have some, he'd have some games here and there, but we didn't have that consistent scoring that I felt that would just tip us over that, over that ledge and over the, you know, in, in, and to give us that extra edge, especially in the finals. But yeah, That's the most frustrating thing is that, you know, they have had an A minus preseason and off season, but here they are basically with two real core rotation guys out. You know, if they if they had had good luck with health, Robert Williams and Gallinari would also be rotating in and out of the first and second unit, and that is scary to think of if you're going into a game against the Celtics. So, yeah. I mean, know, speed, speedy yeah. recovery to those guys. How long is how long has Rob got out? I think he misses the first month. I think I saw February. 
uh, but I could be wrong. Is that is that so? Is that for even longer? Because it was noted as only a couple of months to start off with, wasn't it? Right. Yeah. Well, perhaps Gallo, I'm wrong. Gallo's playoffs, isn't he? At, at very best. Yeah. He but. says he's recovering. The reports came out that, uh, today, actually, as we record this, of uh, the fact that he's recovering in Boston and he's hoping to be around the team as much as possible for the sake of reintegration, should he have good luck with his health. Yeah, well, I've seen him walking in the swimming pool. Uh, and, you know, so he's he's, he's doing, looks like he's doing well. So Speedy's recovery to him. Um, the Celtics always get played with injuries. So hopefully we have a season where no one else gets injured. And if they do, it's only a minor little bump. So, but look, it's a long season. Hopefully we can, we'll get Rob Williams back anyway. And he is, I think he is, again, once you get Al stepping away, he is our corner piece in terms of the the, the center position at the big position. So exciting times. Now, moving on a little bit to the later part of the offseason, where we had an absolute crazy scenario of Immy being to be honest, I didn't I didn't even it just absolutely baffled me of how it came out. Firstly, though, what I do want to say is that, you know, apologies to all of the, you know, the the great, incredible women that work in the organization that had to go through that horrific, you know, you know, berating and and people calling them out on Twitter and they, no one knew any of the facts. So to all those, to all those women, as you know, as just as a Celtics fan anyway, like, you know, we're it's it's a horrible thing. So um but should we talk a little bit about Immy and what went down and how you see that impacting us potentially next season? So firstly, I agree with you about the way uh, it was dealt with in the media. Um, firstly, from way that the, the way that the media delivered it, uh, being the initial reports from Shams and Woj, who we depend on so greatly for the news breaking. Yeah. But I think that they irresponsibly dealt with it. Um, the race to be the first person to break the news is poisonous sometimes because the the news came out in a trickled way and that was actually giving more room for the kind of stuff you were talking about, the nonsense that was dragging people's name through the mud. Yeah. Um, these people who have families and they were having their reputation put on the line and their family's reputation put on the line and their relationships called into question because the news was so slowly dripped out because people wanted to get the official report out without actually any information to back it up. So yeah. people just need to be more responsible and people need to not speculate on things that are non-basketball related because it's an absolute pointless venture. Yeah. So shame on those people. Shame on the shame on those people and we need to start to rethink about how we make our mind up about things online. I'm on Twitter as much as the next person who's probably listened to this podcast, but the court of a public opinion is not always right. People seem to have made their minds up within 10 minutes who he had been with. They were likely wrong and it was dumb. Uh, regarding the Idoka thing and how it's going to affect this season, it's an interesting one because we talked at the start of this podcast about how 
they turned the season around. And I did attribute it naturally to Adoka. And I think in previous conversations we've had, I did exactly that as well. I said, you know, they're buying into his uh, ethos. They're buying into his style. We don't know that completely. Nobody truly knows. Coaching is an incredibly difficult job. It's a very important job. But unless you're in there day in, day out, we don't know 100% what turned that season around. <clears throat> they have an incredible amount of talent. They gelled. There's been reports since that, you know, Jason Tatum truly embraced his leadership role. And that was a huge part of them coming together. Um, we just truly don't know how much of an impact he had. It could have been absolutely essential to turning the season around. It could have just been a factor. For what how it's how worth... How do you reckon the players reacted, though, to, 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 to seeing that news? How do, how do you think they... Because, I mean, if I was a player, if you were a player, like, how would you react? Would you be a bit like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, we had something which, you know, it's, obviously basketball was not the main talking point of this, obviously. You know, it's it's all the people's lives that are affected. But in, in if you bring it into the basketball world, you just think, like, if you're a player, you just think, we had something great. We got to the finals last year. We were progressing. We're a team which is on the next level up on the ladder and you know you've not tarnished it but you've kind of you know you've fucked you fucked around a bit essentially yeah i mean the worst part of it is is you know the news came out the celtics sort of had to react they did announce his suspension which by the way he's not coming back that the idea of suspending for a year during the window of potential championship is absolutely unfathomable it's it's really dumb so that must mean they believe in a certain uh, to a, in a certain amount they believe in Joe Mazzula quite a lot but because of that and because obviously you can't complicate legal proceedings by giving all the information out and to respect the families yeah because of that, most of the Celtics players said that they heard online the way that we did. That's not a good feeling. You know, no. the world is finding out about the inner relations within your organization at the same time as you are. That's terrible. You don't want to be learning that on Twitter. That should have been handled better. That WhatsApp group will be going absolutely wild for sure. It would have been good. Like, what is going on? You know, that's terrible. That's the question. Who you are, sorry? Who would have kicked in me at the WhatsApp chat? Jason Tatum on there going, yeah. <clears throat> they would have just started a new one and not addressed it. So that was just like <laughs> left lying dormant. That's the, I think that's the way to go. But yeah, it's, it's, it was it was a wild, it was it was a wild time. I, I I know Celtics off season and injuries and all the stuff that comes with our organization is usually mental anyway. Um, we always have bad luck, but. Clearly, that wasn't bad luck. That was just that was a stupid decision by a stupid person. So, but it's um, should we talk a little bit about Joe? Should we just let's, let's spin it back onto the positive? So, um, obviously, Joe stepping in now as head coach. I don't know if you watched any of the media day, but he came across really well. Um, he's got his own ideas. He's got his own you know plan that he wants to execute, which is to me that gave me the 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 Immy will not be coming back. You know, that, that that was that was the final kind of without him and without the organization saying it, to me that was 
he's this is his team now and that's it like nothing else will change so it'd be interesting to see I personally don't know too much on him obviously I know assistant assistant coach and he's kind of done bits here and there but in terms of his philosophy and how he plays I'm not 100% sure I don't know if you know anything about it but it'd be interesting to see what he's what he brings to the brings to the table in his own with his own ideas yeah I, I mean it is also worth um saying respect to the members of the media who called his past into question uh, because they replaced him someone who who also has a checkered past just so that we weren't pretending that wasn't the case um that was an interesting thing um and also i think that brad stevens handled that really eloquently and and well mm. um but clearly they've bought into him i mean jason tatum spoke about missoula last year way before all this happened and yeah. publicly went out of his way to talk about his relationship with him and how that's their guy. The players definitely buy into him. Uh, it'd be interesting to see what he's like. Nobody knows what a head coaching job in the NBA is going to be like until they've they've done it. Um, but he seems to be someone who gets on with the players really well, um, has a sort of hands-on approach similar to Udoka himself. And like you said, from a basketball point of view, I think that he came across really well yeah. in media day. So it's... And like you said, yeah, obviously we addressed that his checkered past as well. But it's nothing's easier the Celtics organization, and no. you know. But anyway, it is what it is. Um, and you talk a little bit about expectations. Yeah, you want to go first? Yeah, my expectation is that they're going to put another banner up. Love it. I think the Celtics are going to win the championship. I think it's going to be a harder year. I think that some teams are going to be like seriously good. Mm. I also think they're going to be way more bad teams because of a certain massive French guy. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I think the Wembenyana sweepstakes are going to put teams like the Celtics' uh, win record up by like five games this year. Yeah, at, at a minimum. I think Celtics can push for sixty wins at at minimum, and I think that they're going to uh, make a run at the title. And I think that they're going to play against the Los Angeles Clippers in the finals. Clippers? Okay. Okay, okay. I mean, for me, again, we have, we have to we have to run it back. We have to we have to get back to the finals and just get over that hump. So for and I, I would love to see Al Horford get a chip. So for me, the Celtics are going to take it. And just that satisfaction of watching Al lift a trophy is going to be it's going to be good. But um who do I think? I mean, like you said, there's going to be some tough teams. I think, obviously, you've still got Milwaukee in there with us, Philadelphia as well, Brooklyn. Although I'm not too worried about Brooklyn because if you'd seen the video, to well, we're recording this when the video come out of Ben Simmons shooting the most horrific shot I've ever seen in my life. I'm not being funny, even I can make that shot blindfolded, and my shooting, my shooting percentage ain't that great. But um, <laughs> it was horrible. It was so bad. Why would you? Were they on a boat? I mean, where were they? I don't know. I'm not too sure. But why would you do it in front of lots of cameras and media if you know you you can't shoot from that distance? What are you doing? And I know they were busy because it was like a some sort of event, media yeah. event for the Nets. But what most would be most concerning to me is that that guy has just done one of the most horrific jump shots in human history, <laughs> and nobody reacts. 
And there's two things that's either they didn't see it or people are just so used to it that <laughs> hey, this the one doesn't even register. He makes one out of five, so that was his one. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. So like I said, there's going to be there's so many good teams coming into next year as well. Um, I'm interested why you thought the Clippers in the finals. Wise back, baby. Um, Paul George willing to take a secondary role. Got a decent roster. Otherwise, uh, yeah, I'd be scared of them in the in the West this year. I'd love to, I'd love to have Golden State back in um, in the finals with us. Just for that little bit of redemption, whether that happens, I don't know, considering Draymond's now signed a contract with the UFC. So, um, I don't know. But I think... Absolutely incredible. <laughs> I, think it, I, think it, I think it will be the uh, Golden State Warriors back in the finals. Um, Phoenix have gone off the ball a little bit. Um, but, you know, to be honest, it's so unpredictable. And you've got a couple of teams in the West which have improved as well. And you've obviously got great players like young players like Morant and Anthony Edwards and all these guys that are kind of the one team that I am um, not concerned about, but one team which I think has improved massively and it's going to be one to watch, especially in the East, is Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Um, Get yep. Donovan, um, they've got such a they've got such a good little team there. So mm-hmm. I, I I would predict I think they're going to go into into the playoffs, but. Um, yeah, they look really good. They look really good. I think that was a amazing deal for both parties. Mm, I think Utah getting off Donovan at that time, they're going to be so bad. They're going to be in the Wembenyana sweepstakes this year. And that's probably what uh, everyone was thinking in the organization. Like, you know what? That's that's tank. But you know, they've still got uh, Sacramento. They've still got OKC. Um, OKC are going to tank probably as well a little bit. Mm-hmm. A few injuries, but. Yeah, no, Celtics definitely going to the NBA Finals and they're going to play the Golden State Warriors. Well, we're going to get some redemption and we're going to hang up Banner 18 and it'll be good night. I, I, I honestly want Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum just to do it. Just, you know, just that. But I think we've spoken about... Is there anything else you want to add before we go into our special version of the guest list and ban list? Yeah, it's just that Jalen Brown needs to find new management. Get off of the Kanye um, yeah. attachment. Get out. Get out while you still can, Jalen. Come on, man. Yeah, because he's done some atrocious. What is wrong with the world right now? Because that the guys, the guys, way beyond the point of any return. He needs, he needs help for sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. But, um, well, a little bit about Jalen Brown before we move on to our special little thing. I think Jalen Brown. Hot, well, is it a hot take? I don't know. You tell me. But I think Jalen Brown is going to have a, if not as good, slightly better season than Jason Tatum this year. I think he's going to be unreal. I think that um, he's going to. It's quite. It's quite a controversial thing to say for Celtics fans, but I think that Jalen Brown is going to lead uh, the team in scoring, and I think that he's going to make a run at the scoring title. Book that one, and let's revisit it at the end of the season. And NBA, he's, he's going to he's going to make his second All Star game as well this year. This yeah. Sure. The scoring record prediction is hefty because it would take a significant increase in um, scoring. But whilst I do think that Jason Tatum will have another year where he has spurts of unbelievable scoring performances, you know, by the end of this year, hypothetically, you could have the Celtics all time scoring top 10 be 
seven Jason Tatums and two Larry Birds and then someone else, but like Kevin McHale probably, um, because he's just he's dominating that list season by season. Last year he put like three contributions towards it. I think he'll do the same this year. Mm. But in terms of steady 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 output I think that Jalen Brown's our guy this year he has been unbelievable he's added to that bag of scoring yeah he's versatile as hell I'd be scared of Jalen Brown this year yeah so what we're saying Celtics fans if you're if you're a new Celtics fan listening to this and you've you've found us in the sea of Celtics uh podcasts and shows and all this nonsense invest in Jalen Brown stock okay go out and buy yourself a Jalen Brown jersey this year I do think he's going to have a great season. Um, I think, should we move on to our special edition guest list band list? So what we're going to, what me and Josh are going to do now is we're going to say who we think is going to get in the guest list the most. I think it'd be a bit harder in the band list, but if we just do the guest list and then we'll... Who's going to be the top of that guest list week in, week out? Yeah, who, who who's going to get the most invites? Who's going to get the most VIP invites to the garden party this year, you think? I think we just spoiled it. My guy is Jalen Brown. Yeah, unfortunately, my guy is Jalen Brown as well. But I think, should I go a little bit different? Otherwise, yeah. otherwise it's a bit boring, isn't it? <clears throat> um, yeah. I will go with... Oh, I, I can't go... I would have said Rob Williams if he was not out for, for, for a little bit. But other than that, it's got to be Jason Tatum, hasn't it? So those two... Look out for some Malcolm Brogdon appearances as well. Oh, no, he'll definitely be in there. Marcus Smart, no doubt, for headbutt and Joel Embiid or something like that. But it's, it's you know, the heart and soul. But I, I, yeah, I would say Jason Tatum, he's, again, the fact that we've got Jalen and Jason and they're not even at their prime yet is ridiculous. So it's a great future for us Alex fans, for sure. So there we go. Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, they're going to get the most guest invites. So we'll look back at this at the end of the season. We'll see how we'll see how that went. What uh, a controversial opinion, the two-star players. <laughs> Fresh content said, for oh, your ears. I would have said Rob Williams, but he's he's out for a chunk. So Yeah. Yeah, Brogdon will have games where he'll be he'll be the Celtics best player multiple times this year. So definitely. And the fact that he's fixing that niggling thing that he's had for the past two, three years. So hopefully that is completely fixed it and he we are going to get the Rob Williams, which I think no one expected, but we saw glimpses of last season. So it's going to be an exciting time for him and an exciting time for, for us to see him grow. But what about the ban list? Who do you think is going to be on the ban list the most? I don't think it's... Uh, this, is, this one's a bit tricky. Uh, well... Kyrie Irving's still in the NBA. <laughs> so just a reminder of that. Tony Brothers, probably going to have an impact. I will say Immy, but it's, you know... He's, We're not going to hear much of him, I don't think. He's going to be sat, sat in Barbados with on his own. So, um... Hopefully not Joe Mazzula, that's all I'll say. Mm. Try to think of any other player. I mean... Who do we, other than Kyrie, which we seem to go back to quite a lot? Jeff Teague. Jeff Teague. But I don't even know where he is now. He's not even in the league anymore. Has he gone abroad? He's gone somewhere. I don't know where he's gone. Or has he just wilted away? Like The fact he won a chip baffles me. 
it stresses me out every time I think about it. But let's not talk about that. Um, obviously, I, I don't really like Draymond. I just I just don't like him anyway. Like, so I think. I so mean, he's on your current. He's currently you're banning him. For yeah, I, I would say I think he'll probably get banned. You know, when, whenever we play the Golden State Warriors, I know how many times we played them. I'm fully... If he's still playing for them, who's, yeah. who knows? That 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 was him driving his move to LA, like mm. with a passion. Like he was just saying, you know what, I'm out. Yeah. But, I don't know. That's it's hard to do the ban list. Easy to do the guess. We'll do, we do it week in, week out, week out, man. We can, uh, we can, we can return to it. Don't worry. Yeah. Cool. Right. So I think is there anything else you want to talk about the off season? I mean, that was a pretty quick loaded. Episode. Yeah. My my my. I'll, I'll give you my final thought in a moment, but um, you, you wrap this thing up and then throw it to me because I've, I've I've got one final statement that I feel needs to echo and resonate into the ether. Then we're bringing back Josh's final words of wisdom. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's back. We have to do a little catch, like a little theme tune for it, mm-hmm. and you'll have to do the little voiceover, like okay, asses. Words of wisdom or something like that. I don't know. Like, well, you can clip this if you want. Go for it. The basketball ass's words of wisdom. Well, that's a theme tune. So here you go, guys. Here's the theme tune. The basketball ass's words of wisdom. Right. Josh, what is your words of wisdom the first episode this season? Hmm. So... NBA League Pass. You give you give us this wonderful service. We can watch any game from anywhere at any time. We can watch the top level of basketball on demand, or can we? The app just keeps bouncing. I'm getting spoilers constantly for every time I go on the app. You select no spoilers and it doesn't automatically reset when you reopen the app. This is on Roku and PS5. NBA League Pass, please take a look in the mirror. Start to reassess what's going on and sort it out because I'm losing patience and I'm losing my mind, quite frankly. And it needs to be fixed. I'm getting quite emotional. I felt, I felt that pain, mate. I felt that 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 silence. Also, as well, fix your subtitles. The subtitles keep coming on on mine. It's frustrating. Keep turning them off. <clears throat> Why? Why is this? I can't believe... I'm getting angry now. I can't believe that you can go on to games. You can click on the game. It will say at the bottom in capital letters, it will say, no spoilers on. And then above it, it will say the log line for the result. <laughs> Please explain that to me. Who is is giving that the green light? We need to we need to come together as a community, guys. I start to put people power into in, into into action and get this changed and get it improved. First world problems, but it's <laughs> and I, I'm very aware there's been nothing wise about these words. Well, I but mean, it needed to be said. <laughs> so, if you are if you if you are listening and you do work for NBA League Pass, if you want to email Josh 
Um, you can email him at no, which is um, angryceltixboy at gmail.com. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so, I mean, it's wasn't quite the words of wisdom the listeners were probably hoping for. I'll do better next time. Okay, you'll do better next time. But anyway, guys, that is it for the first episode. Happy to be back. It's going to be a good season. And like always, which should be mine and Josh's catchphrase, we will be doing stuff regularly. We're going to say regularly this time because life gets in the way and we try and shift things. But we're going to try and be as regular as possible. Like you would do if you eat your fruit and fiber. We are going to be regular. So, um, yeah, make sure you subscribe. Obviously, we're going to be on Spotify from now on. So make sure you go click and review the pod. Like you said, it's only ever going to help me and Josh. But until next time, which will be the first game of the season. Well, that week, we'll try and summarize that week up. And yeah, it's good to be back. Good to be back. So until next time, peace.